this is Maddie Rempe from Cleveland, Ohio, and you're listening to Barbecue Central. So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. Welcome to the Barbecue Central Show, the show where we talk about all things that are important in the world of barbecue. From big-name interviews with competitors on the barbecue circuit, grill manufacturers and pit makers, to advice on cooking brisket and ribs, you'll find it all right here on the Barbecue Central Show. Your host, Greg Rempe, is a backyard barbecue and grilling fanatic and loves to talk about his passion, which many of us share together. You can learn more about barbecue and grilling by visiting Visiting the website, thebbqcentral.com. Now, let's get in the smoke. Here's your program host, Greg Rempe. Everybody, welcome to another edition of the Very Big Barbecue Central Show. Hey, did you happen to know it's the show that talks about all things important to the world of barbecue and grilling? Well, if you didn't know, you know now. And I'm happy to have you aboard here on a Tuesday evening. And the Cavs taking care of business right now. Third quarter. Probably closer to the end of the third quarter now. Taking care of the heat. Take that, LeBron James. Hey, we broadcast live and direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. Better known as the barbecue capital of the North Coast. And I'm, again, happy to have you aboard here for a Tuesday. Lots of things happening before we get into what will be going down over the course of the next hour or so. You have your 800 number. You can call in if you want to take in uh, take part in the show. 877-448-0433 set up for you to take part with the show if you're so inclined. Also, you can email the show at any point. Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com. Those, of course, are the two ways to get in touch with the show. So if you're interested, if you have a take on something that is competition-related, something that is related to cookers or grills or ways of cooking or injections and rubs and sauce, whatever it may be, man up. Have a great way of presenting your particular argument. I'll let it on the air. As Jim Rome would say, have a take and don't suck. Don't bring the show down. Don't bring the intelligence and the entertainment factor down. If you can do that, I invite you to do it. 877-448-0433. Greg at the BBQ Central Show. Here's what's happening on the show. Next segment, going to be joined by a regular contributor of the show. One of my, I don't even know if I can say one of my, I think I can positively say my most favorite, well, better watch out, I might get hit. My most, personally though, my most favorite recurring guest here on the show, and he's been on for some time now, Ted Reeder. He is a barbecue and grilling expert. He is a multiple-time, multiple-time author and a great uh, blogger of food, a recipe creator connoisseur, and really one of the best interviews that I have on a consistent basis. Keeps it professional, a lot of great anecdotes lot of great recipes, all the good stuff that you expect from great guests, and that is Ted Reader. He'll be joining me here next segment. Segment after that, monthly guest. You know it. We all think he's got one of the best jobs going right now. Derek Riches from About.com, BBQ.About.com. Cripple Creek, you need to get off the dial-up, buddy. I don't usually deviate from my opening monologue, but really, come on. We can't hear the same arguments time and time again. It's called uh, Cable modem it's called 
uh, fiber optic internet. It's called high-speed internet, really. I can get you a quote if you want. That's what I do during the day. AT&T U-verse, depending on where you are, I can really make the future happen right now. Anyway, I digress. Derek Riches from About.com will be joining me. And initially, we had some things that we we're going to be talking about, but I was getting a lot of instant messages. I was getting a lot of Facebook messages about one recurring subject, and that's Kamado-style cookers. Now, you might be like, well, what's a Kamado-style cooker? I thought Kamado was a brand of cooker. Well, Kamado is actually generally referred to as these kind of smokers, the Big Green Egg. The Primo, Primo, Primo cooker, the grill dome cooker, I guess the Bubba keg or the big steel keg as it might be referred to now. Perhaps that brand's even gone under at this point. But that's those styles of cookers. What makes, and then Kamado makes a Kamado. The, the company Kamado makes a Kamado style uh, cooker as well. I think it's made out of 785 pounds of cement. But we're going to talk to Derek about what brands are good, which ones you consider, why you would choose one over the other, how they're made, what the features and benefits are, what any detractors might be, so on and so forth. So Derek Riches is going to help us break that down. Also, he had, did have a cooker that he wanted to talk about uh, separate to all of the Kamado-style conversation that will be taking place. So that will be Derek Riches after Ted Reader. And then, ladies and gentlemen, I hate to say this. Harry Carey is dead. Yes. A lot of soul searching. A lot of talking with the innermost circles of the Centralites, the barbecue central radio show community. And after a long and hard look at the progress of the fourth segment, Free For All, and the number of prizes that we have versus the amount of callers that, look, I understand that Harry Carey can be very intimidating. It's not easy to pick up that phone. It's not easy to deal with him. I know, as someone who had relinquished a whole segment of his radio show, uh, almost for probably the better part of a year, uh, to see the transition take place at this point, I understand that for a very small minority of you, this could really be a very bad news for some of you. For the vast majority, I'm imagining you're doing cartwheels. So, look, the bottom line is this, folks, and I'm about to let you in on a little secret here, so let me do it. I didn't know if you knew this or not, and I didn't want to say it while it was actually happening. But, folks, I was the one doing the Harry Carey impression. It wasn't really him. It was me doing an impression of Harry Carey, and I know it's, like, spot on. And you probably thought somehow I was able to resurrect his being and surface him just because it's like one, you know, one hour, not even well, like 10 minutes out of a week that uh, Satan could let him go, come up to Cleveland. Because what's different between hell and Cleveland? Nothing. Uh, but no, it was actually me. And it's really something uh, of this nature. If you want me to continue to do the show... Uh, even for 10 minutes, 15 minutes of an hour show or two-hour show, it was, dare I say, taxing on the pipes. And it was taking longer and longer to recover. So after much deliberation, going through focus groups and a number of other things, uh, Harry Carey has indeed passed along 
and will no longer be uh, doing the four-segment free-for-all hosting. Those responsibilities will now fall to your faithful host, me, Greg Rempe, and uh, we'll do the same thing, same game, just a different host, and I hope everybody, I hope everybody can first pass on their condolences to Harry Carey, who seemed to have come back to life and now has again passed on to the uh, the, the great beyond. So I, I think I speak for all of us when I say, Harry, this one's for you, buddy. So I uh, go ahead, tip my ice-cold Budweiser to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. So uh, that's where we're at for the 4-7 free-for-all. But again, huge prizes to give away, starting... With um, the Draper's Barbecue Sauce and Rubs, we're giving away five bottles each of sauce and rub. They'll be given away in pairs, by the way, in case you couldn't figure that out. Uh, each lucky winner, depending on how many people call in, perhaps we will even do like a five-week running where I'll make tally marks and all that good stuff. But you get a bottle of sauce and a bottle of rub to a winner. That'll go on for five weeks. So uh, thanks to Sean. I'm sorry, Shane over at uh, Draper's Barbecue. Getting a lot of great press here recently. We did that uh, kind of impromptu chat board thing with a dollar off last week. This time, you actually get to get even more off than a dollar if you get the free bottle of sauce and rub, which, according to Shane, work best if they are used in tandem on whatever you're cooking. So uh, we do have the new giveaways there from uh, DrapersBBQ.com. So thanks, Shane, for that. Also, we have some new... Uh, I think it's, uh, what do we got? Pork and rib injection. Smoky Okies Sweet Smoking Swine Brine Pork and Rib Inject. That's a long name. It's a water-soluble pork rub for injecting and marinating. Makes the inside taste like the bark. And that's a $23.50 value. You're also going to uh, potentially get a one-pound bag of Smoky Okies Bark Pork Injection. It's a $15 value and a one-pound bag of Smoky Okies Deep Beef Brisket Injection. So lots of uh, injections, lots of uh, brines, and all that great stuff. And that is compliments of usbbqsupply.com. You can see all three right there, usbbqsupply.com. So drapersbbq.com is in, usbbqsupply is in with the Smoky Okies Sweet Smoking Swine Brine Pork and Rib Inject and the Bark Pork Injection and the Deep Beef Brisket brisket Injection. Drapers Barbecue in with Sauce and Rub. And, of course, we have the uh, wine-infused Oakwood products from Greenleaf Barbecue. We have the El Capitan Santa Maria-style barbecue seats. I mean, you got to be kidding. There's 758 million prizes for you to win over the course of the fourth segment free-for-all. So that is one huge prize closet that is now filling up, and thanks to the new sponsors for doing that. So uh, that's what you have to look forward to here over the uh, course of this hour. We're going to step away real quick and uh, hook up with Ted Reader. Before I go, let me tell you a little bit about a company that invented automatic pit temperature control devices. You heard of them? Well, of course you did because they were runners-up to the uh, World Championship Barbecue Competition in Lynchburg, Tennessee in 2010. That's right. It's the good folks over at the Barbecue Guru, makers of automatic pit temperature control devices, not to mention a host of other products that make your barbecue and grilling life easier. They have cookers, the Onyx oven, they have the Caldera Tallboy oven, a veritable cornucopia of cookers, and then all of the accessories that you need, the Holy Smoke meat mats, they are 
certified retailers for a number of other products that are out there that are very popular in the grilling and barbecue world. TheBBQGuru.com or 800-288-GURU. Ted Reader's up next. Stand by. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Barbecue Institute classes are taught by Grand Champion Pitmaster Conrad Teddy Bear Haskins. They cover everything from choosing the meat and the cooker to smoking from start to eating. Thousands of our graduates use the knowledge and techniques we teach them for reliably impressing in the backyard and competitive success. We share with you the insider knowledge to meat buying that along with our award-winning sauce and rub recipes will save you the cost of the class many times over. After you take our classes, you'll understand why techniques work and why some advice on the Internet does not. Visit BBQClass.com today. SmokeSkew.com and select retailers across the Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. Welcome back. 15 past the hour. This portion of the show being brought to you by Yoder's Smoky Mountain Barbecue, the leading online retailer of Meadow Creek barbecue equipment. Their barbecue smokers and grills are handcrafted in the Amish country of Lancaster, Pennsylvania, helping you enjoy easy and profitable barbecues for years to come. And that's what counts, really, profitable barbecues for years to come. You can find them on the interweb, Sirius BBQs, that's plural, SiriusBBQs.com. Check them out, Laverne Gingrich over there. Also, you can opt into some great barbecue tips, all those email lists and all that good stuff. Uh, definitely want to check that out. Plus, every once in a while, he discounts some of those cookers, so stay on the lookout. SiriusBBQs.com. Don't forget, Derek Rich is coming up in about 20 minutes from now. But we will race over to the hotline and bring up, uh, as I had said before, my favorite recurring guest here on the show. It's a friend of the Barbecue Central Radio Show, Ted Reeder. Ted, been a while. How are you, buddy? Good, Greg. How you doing? Absolutely fabulous, Ted. Always excited to have you here on the show because I, I never know exactly if I might be having a heart attack just through talking with you, kind of like that <laughs> osmosis thing. Uh, but uh, what's happening over in the world of Ted Reader and TedReader.com? Oh, Ted Reader's having a good winter. It's been uh, it's been quite busy. Uh, lots of business travel, spending a ton of time down in Chicago working at a, a rib plant where I look after all the product development. And we cook about 35 million pounds of ribs a year, a lot of them based on uh, my recipes and development for major retailers and grocers out there. And when I'm not doing that, uh, I took a little bit of a vacation to Vegas, ate lots of great burgers, had some fun there with my wife, and now it's back to work. Cooking and grilling and glazing and dipping and licking every night, having a good time. Ted Reader joining us here on the show. Again, his website, tedreader.com. You know, Ted, before we got into or before we get into what I wanted to talk to you about tonight, if we could just kind of go back to what you're doing there during the day job, helping those people out with the ribs. For the jobs uh, out there and think that their ribs are just kind of king to whatever else you could possibly get, whether it be in a restaurant, whether it be at the uh, pre made portion of the grocery store. How do you go about making the ribs to be as good as they can? Obviously, they're not going to be, you know, the same thing I'm going to be able to cook in my house. But I've had the ribs that you're talking about, and they were absolutely fabulous. To put that many ribs through a process and have them turn out consistently, what kind of a process is that? Well, we uh, we keep it very simple. We go through the, uh, the the basics where it starts is with the raw material. 
and every rack of ribs that comes into our plant uh, is is touched and trimmed and skinned if it's a back rib, and chine bones removed and made to look like a beautiful, beautiful rack. Then we go through a very simple process, like you do in your backyard. We tumble it with a seasoning. We don't inject our, our, our ribs with, with added water and, and phosphates and things like that. We try and keep it a pretty clean ingredient deck. And then we go in into our smokehouses. Our smokehouses hold approximately 10,000 pounds worth of ribs at one time. And we smoke them low and slow. And we go, depending on the customer as well, Every recipe is different, but we use hardwood hickory, hardwood maple, hardwood oak, depending on what our, our client is looking for, and we, uh, and we cook them. And some ribs we can do in four or five hours. Other ribs take upwards of nine and ten hours, again, depending on what the customer wants. And really when it comes down to it is dealing with the best raw material, keeping the method of rubbing nice and simple, creating a good, delicious rub, and then cooking them low and slow. And that's how we make a good rib. So, Ted, when you're consulting with these different companies, are they asking for your opinion? Are they giving you a flavor profile to match? How does that process work out? Um, I'm actually brought in for, I look after all special project uh, product development. So if a major retailer, a grocery retailer, would want to have a fully cooked rib for their deli counter or for, for, uh, for a refrigerated case or a frozen case, they give me a specification of what they're looking for. Sometimes they bring me a product and say, we'd like that matched. Sometimes they guide me with a rub that they want to use or a sauce that they'd like to use. But really, I I first meet with them, with with our team of people, and come up with exactly what they're looking for. And then we go into the kitchen and we start to play. Um, My life is barbecue. I live it and breathe it. And, And on one end, I'm doing it from an industrial perspective, but the knowledge of what I do from an industrial perspective comes from what I've done in my backyard and what I've done in restaurants and professionally for the number of years that I've been cooking. And when I'm home here in Toronto, I'm grilling or smoking every single day of the week. And really, that just gives me the fuel to create the recipes I need for, for manufacturing. Right. Ted Reeder joining us here on the show. We could probably do easily a two, three-hour show uh, right in a row about uh, everything where you've started and how you've gone and progressed into where we are today, but uh, perhaps another time uh, for that, Ted. Uh, one of the things I wanted to ask you about tonight that was we were kind of corresponding about this segment, and you brought up and it immediately caught my attention, as did the other three or four things that you were uh, listing that we could talk about, juiced Burgers? Are we talking about steroids and Bobby Bonds type juice burgers like they were in the mid nineties with baseball players? What are we looking at here? No, it was it was uh, <laughs> yesterday. I had uh, I had twenty liters worth of beef stock, and I put it out on the uh, out on my burners, and I boiled it down to one liter or one quart worth of demi glass, this heavy duty jelly of, um, of of reduced concentrated beef stock. And I cut it into a nice square chunk, and I threw them into the freezer. And I guess they'd be uh, an inch-by-inch squares and froze them. And then I made a burger, and I had also smoked some brisket on the weekend. And so I had take this puck of uh, demi-glass, I wrapped it with shredded uh, brisket, and then I put that inside a burger, and I grilled it up. And when you bite into it, because I, I ground my own meat, I cooked this burger to a nice medium rare, 
but the inside, the brisket was nice and hot, but that hard frozen puck of demi-glass was now liquid. So when you bit into it, you got this squirt of demi-concentrated beef stock that came into your mouth, and it was pretty amazing. So I, I decided to call it the juiced burger. I mean, it sounds like a mother pucker of a burger, Ted. I got to be honest with you. Uh, so, how, okay, I, let me back up here in case anybody is uh, perhaps even interested in trying to do this on their own. First of all, how do you, can you just take any beef stock? Do you have to make it from some type of secret recipe? And then how long do you cook it for to, to get it down to that uh, demi glaze as you talked about? Well, I, cooked, I bought veal bones and I roasted the veal bones and actually smoked the veal bones. Uh, some of them I roasted, some of them I smoked. I put them in a pot with onions and celery and carrots and fresh thyme and garlic and and cold water. Brought it up to a boil, and I let it simmer uh, probably for a good 48 hours on the stove. And then I strained it and then back onto the stove and let it boil and boil and boil and reduce. And, and after I strained it, I allowed it to cool so I could take the fat off of it. And then you're just left with the liquid, and it turns into this gelatin, um, and it, a jelly, and it just boils down. You just keep reducing it and reducing it, and the flavors just concentrate. And it becomes, you know, it, it, it's every chef's real secret recipe or secret weapon in the kitchen is really well-made demi. So you, and that gets it all going. You cut it into squares, you freeze it, and then you wrap uh, some chopped brisket around it, and then you stick the chopped brisket with the puck of demi-glace in the middle of a burger. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that is... And then where, throw it on the grill and cook it. I mean, Don't where does it, it even come it. from? Where does it even come from? That stuff? I mean, where do you even think about that? Uh, well, you know, a lot of it comes from my friend Jack. <laughs> um, and his brother Daniel. Right. And, <laughs> yeah, I love and, those guys. <laughs> you know, I, I, I love my Jack Daniels, and, and uh, I just, I, I love to cook. It, it's my life. I, I'm forever thinking about what I can do next or how I can cook it or make it. And, and uh, you know, I, it, it, I, I really can't answer where it comes from. It just comes from. I sit out here in my man cave in my garage and, I'm surrounded by my barbecue. I live it and breathe it, whether it be firing up a smoker or firing up my fire pit. Um, I just want to get out there and cook. And I, I really what drives me is I want to share it with my fans and with anybody that loves barbecue. There's no secrets in Ted Reader's world uh, of barbecue. You want to know what I'm going to tell you. I want everybody to get in their backyards and have fun and create great food. I want them to enjoy firing up that smoker and spending all day out there sipping cold beers and making the best pork shoulder or brisket or smoking a chicken or, or smoking up some rack of ribs or if it's just going to be grilling a steak, make it the best steak. I just want to inspire you to get out there and have a good time. That's really where it comes down to. And this past weekend I was doing some demos and I had some people come by and they're like, man, I love your burgers, I love what you do. And that kind of comment just gives me more inspiration to go and cook. And I live this and breathe it every day and just truly enjoy the world of barbecue. So when you take that initial bite into this whole creation, dare I say, masterpiece, what are your first thoughts as a critical chef and, and barbecue grilling expert as the flavor explosion is hitting your mouth? 
Well, as it, I bite into it and the juices of that demi start to run down my chin and it gets all sticky in my goatee. And I kind of get, you know, I feel good. I, I moan when I bite into it and I'm thinking, now that's a burger. And that's the way a burger should be. You know, a burger shouldn't be a dry, tasteless hockey puck. When you bite into a burger, it should be a moist, wet, juicy experience. Personally, I think that biting into a burger should be as good as sex. Right. Because, you know, if you had the sex, you could have that burger afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Ted Reader joining us here on the show. TedReader.com is his website. You can find links to all of his uh, particular products, all the books that he's written, all that great stuff. One of the things that I saw on the Facebook, maybe it was even a week ago, Ted, was it bacon steaks? Yes. What's up with that? Well, I uh, <laughs> they were steaks of bacon. So I, I make my own bacon, and I dry cure it for 10 days. Um, it is a, a nice process. No water touches the bacon. I use beautiful fresh pork bellies with the rind on, and I have a special cure mixture that I make up, and I dry cure it in the refrigerator for 10 days, take them out, put them in my smoker, and cold smoke them for a good 16 to 18 hours. And right in the last three, four hours of the way that I smoke, I crank the temperature up to about 250 and give it a little bit of heat. helps to render out the fat, and I get a beautiful double-smoked bacon, pull it out, let it chill. And so I was looking at this bacon going, man, it's pretty tasty. I was, I was actually really happy with this last batch. And I did five bellies. And, and so I thought, well, you know, this would be, uh, I think we should just have a steak out of bacon. You know, instead of always getting it sliced or diced or cut into lardons, you know, right. nothing better than a one-inch to two-inch thick steak cut from bacon. And then you throw that on your grill and what I did is I threw it on the grill at 800 degrees and seared it. Wow. And then threw it off to the side indirect, closed the lid, turned the thing down to about 400, and just let it sit in there and roast away for a good 45 minutes. And I basted it every 10 minutes with a mixture of uh, Sam Adams beer. But I used their triple bock from 1995, which is like this syrup. Right. And I mixed it with maple syrup. <laughs> and a maple spread, like a, like a, like a buttery kind of uh, syrup. And mix that all together and just base it and base it and base it with it. And, uh, and if you go to my Facebook, you'll find it there. And you can, you know, if you want the recipe, I'll tell you how to do it. Yeah, I mean, it, it looked uh, outrageous. But, of course, I see bacon steaks and all things conjure up in my mind. Uh, Ted, I'm going to veer off course here because you'd mentioned searing. And I don't think we've ever talked about this. This is a, a hot spot of mine, and I just wonder where you're falling out on it. You know, you see a lot of the talking heads on the Food Network, and it seems, at least in my opinion, there has been a tremendous amount, in in my view, of false information, and that being this. People throw the word searing around, and inherently, the terms that follow are things like this, sealing in the, the juices or keeping in the natural juices through the process of searing, which I think is complete horse crap. But where do you fall out on that whole argument? Does, does searing seal in the juices, and if so, why? And if not, how come people continue to say this? Well, what I, I do find that searing does help keep the juices in, but that's not the whole purpose of it. You take a steak, for instance, and, and I'm, I'm pretty fussy about my steaks as well, like I am with my bacon. Uh, I dry-age my own beef. I do it for about 49 days. 
I trim it up. I cut two inch thick. I use New York strips. I cut two inch thick New York strips and I bring them up to room temperature. I fire up my grill and I'll either take my, my charcoal and, and work with it at about 900 to 1000 degrees when it's super, super hot. Or I might even use my infrared burner to, to help sear. But all I want to do is I want to quickly cook the outside of that steak just to give that char flavor on the outside. And that's the main purpose of the sear. It's not really to keep all the juices in because the juices are going to stay in. The only way the juices are really going to come out is if you start pushing on that piece of meat. you got to leave it alone. But I want to get a quick cook on the outside, and then I put it off to indirect. I close that lid, and literally at 500 degrees, indirect, with my lid closed, those steaks take 12 minutes, two inches thick, and I have a perfect medium-rare to rare steak every time. I pull it out, and I let it rest. I don't poke it. I don't touch it. I may take a mixture of fresh garlic, some kosher salt, black pepper, and a little bit of olive oil and baste that on top of my steak. But I like my steak to be a steak. I want to taste the meat. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's leave it alone. Quickly cook the outside. Just get that, that outer flesh, you know, sealed. And that's the end of it. And that's my philosophy. And, and, and when it comes down to it, I tell you, we were in we were in Vegas, my wife and I, and we were eating at uh, Mario Batali's Steakhouse, and it was a delicious steak. But halfway through the meal, it was like seventy bucks a person for this <laughs> this uh, this bone-in cowboy steak that serves two. So it was one hundred and forty bucks for wow. a steak. And halfway through it, my wife says to me, she looks up and she says, "You know, you make a better steak than this." And, and my wife never says anything nice to me about stuff. And, right. and it just, you know, I found a method that works for me. Um, I think that cooking a steak at 1,500 degrees all the way through is crazy. I don't think the meat enjoys being beaten up at that high a temperature. It needs a quick sear, put it to the side, leave it alone. And while it's resting there in those 12 minutes, I get two to three shots of Jack and a beer chaser, and I'm a happy guy. <laughs> happy guy, that's right. Ted Reader is joining us here on the show, breaking it all down with the juiced burger. We talked about some searing, uh, and, and what does it do to the meat? And then, of course, uh, we were talking about bacon steaks. Always one of my favorite guests to talk to, and you can find him at tedreader.com. Ted, I always appreciate the conversation. Thanks for coming on tonight. My pleasure, Greg. And, you know, if you ever get up to Toronto, you got to come to Casa Barbecue. You can hang out in the backyard, and we will cook up a feast. Well, the problem is, Ted, you invite me, but I might never leave. Well, you know, I'm married to a divorce lawyer, so I know you'll leave. <laughs> there you go. Well, Ted, uh, again, I always appreciate the time, and I'll certainly take you up on that invite. All righty. We'll talk to you later. All right. Take care. Have a great one. Keep there it safe. Ted Reeder. Wow. Yeah, baby. Are you kidding me? Is my car started yet so I can hang out at Casa Barbecue in Toronto? That's right. I'll make the exception. I'll go out of country like you wouldn't hang. Can we take a road trip? Who's with me? Who's coming to Ted Reader's house so we can uh, tap his kegs and drink his beer and Jack and all the good stuff and have him cook for us for days on end as we gain 758 pounds? Oh, my. Yeah, I think so. All right, that was Ted Reader. Of course, tedreader.com is his website. Ted's BBQ World, that's his Twitter. 
You can find him on Facebook, or as uh, perhaps I said, you can find him on the Facebook. At uh, I believe it's facebook.com slash Ted Reader. Check them out. All right, we're going to step away. We're going to come back with Derek Riches, and we're going to grind up, fire up, and smoke out this whole deal with ceramic cookers. We'll be right back with more of the Barbecue Central radio show. Hang on. You're listening to the Barbecue Central radio show. future of barbecue is already here at thebarbecueguru.com. From the amazing guru that monitors and controls the temperatures of any charcoal, wood, or electric pit to the Caldera Tallboy Knockdown Smoker. Yes, it breaks down and stores flat, yet it's still a robust, sturdy, portable cooker and smokehouse. It also serves as an efficient temperature-controlled convection oven using wood or charcoal. The Tallboy is designed to fit all catering pans and can be used as a warming oven. You can cook in any style you choose, like ribs, chicken, jerky, vegetables, smoked cheese, whatever you want. Take it to KCBS competitions and unload it from the truck of your car. The BarbecueGuru.com is where you'll find the Caldera 3-Bay Caterer. It's stainless steel and uses charcoal or sterno for chafing purposes. And it doubles as a 3-Bay sink or wash station with hot water and knocks down in seconds with no tools required for transportation and storage. The future of barbecue is here at TheBarbecueGuru.com. That's www.thebbqguru.com. Or call 1-800-288-GURU. Get in the smoke. Call 877-448-0433 to get on the air. Now, here's your host, Greg Rampey. A little late coming back, watching the Cavs put the wood to the heat. I know. None of you are really local anyway, so it doesn't really matter. That's all right. Thanks to Ted Reader for joining me last segment. Wow. What wasn't good about Ted Reader's segment? The juiced burgers? The bacon steaks? What? How you cook 35,000, 35 million pounds of rib a year with the customers that he actually works with uh, during the day job? Or the invite to Casa Barbecue? Dude, I'm getting invited all over all of a sudden, man. That's awesome. All right, let's uh, race back over to the hotline as we join a monthly contributor to the show and guy with one of the best jobs ever, Derek Riches from About.com. Derek, what's up, buddy? Hey, Greg. How's it going? I'm doing excellent, Derek. Thanks for asking. Welcome back to the show. Uh, Always one of my favorite guests to talk to about what's new and happening. You have your finger on the pulse of the barbecue and grilling community, but... Uh, I guess we were going to kind of change it up here a little bit. I had been contacted a number of times over the past week or two regarding Kamado-style cookers. And specifically, I was getting a lot of questions about Big Green Egg versus the Primo cookers. But, of course, there's probably two, three, four other manufacturers out there as well. So uh, nobody better to talk to about this. Somebody has had experience with a number of these cookers. And as we kind of build into this segment... For the people that aren't aware, what are these Kamado-style cookers all about, and why are they becoming, I guess, what seems to be more and more popular every year? Well, the the story is is that uh, U.S. servicemen in stationed in Japan after the Second World War modified a Japanese traditional rice steamer, uh, which was charcoal fired, put it in a cooking grate, and then they would cook their you know hamburgers and steaks on on this. 
And, you know, a couple of these got smuggled back into the United States and uh, eventually a business was formed out of it. Um, the advantage of them, you know, versus other charcoal grills is they're highly insulative. It makes them very efficient. You don't have to use as much charcoal, you know, and you can still get very, very high temperatures and very, very low temperatures as well. Certainly like a, a hybrid cooker, as I've termed it, because you, as you said, you get that very high heat for the grilling. You get the low and slow for the barbecue. The Probably the most well-known version of these cookers is going to be the Big Green Egg. I think they've been here since, like, uh, I think Ed Fisher had started the company middle 70s or something like that. So there's obviously a large following. You have all the egg fests, all the egg heads, all that good stuff. But there's Primo and there's uh, the, the Big Bubba Keg, which is now the Big Steel Keg or whatever it is, if that even exists anymore. You have Primo, you have Grill Dome. I mean... Where do you weigh out or how do you take into consideration what you want or, or how do you find what would be the best cooker of this genre for you if you're looking out there? Well, you know, in my database, I have 15 manufacturers, but I one of them is only in Europe, and I think that maybe two or three of them have actually failed in the last year. You know, um, there's a lot of the big green egg knockoffs. They run around the same price. They're about the same size. They have about the same features. And then you have, um, you know, like the Komodo Kamado, which we say back about $3,000 and is just really a beautiful grill to look at uh, and cook on, actually. Um, you know, it, it is a very confusing thing. Big Green Egg, of course, dominates the market. They're probably 80% of the total market in North America. And so you've got these others that have come along and they want to kind of, you know, try and work their way into that space. Um so, you know, I think that the next biggest, of course, now is Primo, um, and they've worked pretty hard to generate um, a big distribution, and they have a very comparable product to Big Green Egg. But, you know, it can get really confusing. And they seem to do quite a bit of promoting, or at least I see a lot of their banners, at some of the really big barbecue competitions like American Royal and uh, Jack Daniels as well. Yeah, Primo's been trying to get out to the barbecue crowd, and, you know, they've been doing a lot of PR. But, you know, they've got to fight their way in to, you know, to get out of, you know, to take over for Big Green Egg if they can, you know, get there. Um, but, you know, they have a pretty good product, and, they're, of course, their big marketing strategy is it's the only one made in the United States. So, I mean, does that help anything except to potentially make it even more expensive? Um. Not really. I, I Maybe. I mean, you know, certainly there are people that are going to say buy American. Big Green Egg is made in Mexico. Well, I mean, the ceramic is made in Mexico, and that's usually what we're talking about here. Um, Primo is made in America, meaning the ceramic is made in America. A lot of the parts are sourced out of China, just like everybody else. So, um, I don't know. If that's a big thing for you, then it is. Then go and buy a Primo. But otherwise, um, Big Green Egg's facility, or the company that actually makes the ceramic shells in Mexico for Big Green Egg uh, has specialized in high temperature ceramics for you know decades and they're very, very good at it. So if I'm looking at a Primo, I'm looking at a Big Green Egg, is there any reason, other than the fact of where it's made, is there any reason why I would want to buy a Primo versus a Big Green Egg as far as capacity, size, price, accessories, all that stuff? You know, for the standard... I would say no. I really I don't see that there's an advantage in in, a, in the standard round Primo versus the Big Green Egg. But what Primo has is what they call the oval. Instead of being a perfectly round grill, 
they have a, uh, an oval extra large. And that's the one. I mean, if you really want to get a big unit, that might be what you want to look at. The advantage of the oval is it has a split firebox. You can do direct grilling and indirect grilling at the same time, something you can't do on a big green egg. Hmm. Is that used a lot? I mean, do people buy it strictly because of that feature? That's the one feature that stands out that makes it different. If you know, um, uh, you know, I, I I have a big green egg. I've used Primos quite a bit. Um, I have no trouble doing most anything I want to do on a big green egg. But you know, you got to do a little reconfiguring sometimes. I mean, Saturday I actually did a brisket on the egg, and then. Um, have to pull out this what they call plate setter mm-hmm. it's basically an indirect baffle right and then stir up the coals maybe and then cook up some some burgers for the kids with a primo you could do indirect have your brisket to the side control the temperature and fire it up without actually having to do anything and so it sounds like a, a nice advantage to that particular cooker but as far as ramping up and then getting up to breakneck temperatures and then being able to do low and slow barbecue, pretty even keel as far as that's regard for both cookers. Yeah. Uh, basically, they work the same. Uh, you have top and bottom vents. They right. uh, reach the same sorts of temperatures. Um, in many ways, they're, you know, they're very, very similar in construction. Uh, the big, big Green Egg does have a little bit thicker shell to it, so it's a, a little bit better insulation capability. But, um, you know, they're pretty comparable. One of the things that I hear all the time about Big Green Egg or, or some of the other ones, and one thing that I've never had an issue with my Bubba Keg is the fact that you can burn out your gasket, which is the, you know, that, that piece of uh, material that is basically separating uh, the, the dome and the main uh, body of the whole cooker. You can burn out those things in a heartbeat with the Big Green Egg, with the Primo's, uh, but with my Bubba keg, because it was almost made probably like a, a gasket that you would find on an oven, I've I've had that thing up to stupid temperature, and it's never even thought about burning up or having to replace it. Isn't that a downfall? I mean, why aren't they going to, to upgrade the gasket part and just eliminate that whole thing? Or is that like a big revenue generator for them that they can't back away from now? I don't think it's a revenue generator because I don't think they charge very much for the gaskets. As a matter of fact, um, uh, a dealer I know... You come in and say you need a new gasket. Sometimes they'll just give you one. Um, but yeah, that's kind of you know. I actually I have an egg. I've used it for about six years. I still have the original gasket on it. Um, what you, you have, have to be you have to be in the minority. When right? you've got what did you say? You have to be Sorry. in the minority. Probably am a minority. <laughs> yeah. Um, you just got to be really careful with really high temperatures because it's felt. It'll just burn. Right. Um, so, you know, the fire comes up, I just close the lid. That pretty much solves that problem. Right, taking out enough oxygen to, to tame those yeah. flames. Uh, so but the, you're going to have you're going to have to replace that gasket. So in the grand scheme of things, if you're, you know, gun to your head and you're surveying the area of Kamado style cookers, uh, is still the big green egg the one that you're going to choose because of everything that it has and the pedigree and all that other stuff or would you consider other brands out there? Um, you know, I would consider, I would consider Primo. I'd consider Grill Dome. If you've got a ton of money to burn, get a Komodo Komodo. Um, there's also this Komodo Joe, which came up in the last two years, which is mm-hmm. is almost identical knockoff of Big Green Egg, but they seem to have a lot of venture capital. 
Um, Big Green is Big Green Egg is the biggest company. They have the most um, accessories. You'll have you have really good support with them. You know, if you want the safe choice, that's probably the way to go. But you know, that's uh, it's kind of a personal choice, really. And if you don't like green, don't get the big green egg. There you go. Obviously, that's only coming in one color. Derek Rich is joining us here. BBQ.about.com is his website. Derek, one of the uh, things that we wanted to talk about tonight or that you would at least uh, put on as a mention, the Fire Magic Smoker. And I went over to this website. Seemed like a lot of great products aside from just a, a smoker. They had some you know, gas logs and all that other stuff that they might be getting into. But as far as the smoker is concerned, uh, what can you tell us about it? And what do you like? What don't you like? Well, if I can just throw out one one thing about the the Bubba keg now big steel keg, right. um, that w- that was purchased last December by Onward Manufacturing, the people that make Barrel King. So oh. I expect that to be somewhat redesigned in the next few months, and we'll see where that goes from there. Okay. Um, Fire Magic is uh, the grill end of RH Peterson. They make, like I said, fireplaces, a whole bunch of stuff. Um, the Fire Magic grills. Um, Border on the ridiculous. Uh, they have a sixteen thousand dollar unit. You can get as an extra option a remote control lid for it if you'd like. So <laughs> you don't have to actually go near the grill to open it. Um, they've just gone to glass lids to put windows in them. They wow. also have solar panel things, and it's they're kind of crazy. Um, and you know the kind of missing thing from their product line was a large-scale smoker. So they went out and they built one. Uh, it's all stainless steel. But the thing about it that's really interesting is that it's, considering how technological they are and how many gadgets they like to throw into things, this is a real old-school smoker. It's a gravity-fed charcoal smoker, um, box-style. It's a airtight door, two inches of insulation, 304 stainless steel construction, two top stack vents, um, you know, it actually does have a little um, the LED display on the front of it, LCD display, I guess. Right. Um, but that's just to tell you how what the temperature is. It doesn't actually do anything. You can't control it in any way. You you know, it's an old school smoker. Did you say this was sixteen thousand dollars? No, no, not this. No, they have. They I was saying they have a gas grill for sixteen thousand. Oh, okay. This is only gonna, this is only going to run you five thousand. Oh, okay. Well, that's much better. Wow, five thousand uh, dollars. I mean, it seems terribly extravagant for something that I could buy uh, two thirds less in the form of a superior smoker or a spice wine or uh, what used to be stumps. Um, is that is stumps now Viking or, or have they split ways? You know. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure on that one. I was actually I have a note to go check on them, and I haven't gone gotten around to it. Um, you know, smoker, I was actually looking at it. The these uh, pitmaker smokers, oh, pitmaker vault. That's a beautiful one. I got to play with that one a little while ago. So yeah, we've had uh, George Shore on the show uh, a time or two, and especially with that one that he had at the American Royal this past year with the uh, huge flat screen television. I mean, yeah. Definitely making some uh, some very nice cookers. Yeah, nice guys, too. Really nice guys. Absolutely. Derek Rich is joining us, and uh, you can find him again at uh, bbq.about.com. And, uh, Derek, always appreciate the time. We'll look for you again next month. Yeah, great to talk to you, Greg. All right, take care. There he is, Derek Riches. A busy man, one uh, who I always appreciate time from. A green egg for 16 years. That never replaced a gasket. Yeah, what? got to be in the 2% of that 
Wow. Wow. All right, look. We're giving away free stuff. What did I do with my... Uh, hold on a second. Here we go. Here we go. We're giving away Draper's Barbecue, a bottle of sauce and rub. We're also giving away some uh, pork stuff, some beef injection, pork injection, some uh, pork rib injection, all that good stuff. Frog mats, wine-infused oakwood products, Del Capitan, Santa Maria-style barbecue seasoning. Man, you forget about it. Cosmos Q as well. The whole kitten caboodle. You tell me, 877-448-0433, 877-448-0433 to take place in the four-segment free-for-all for you to win awesome stuff. And we'll do it in three minutes. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Forget going from site to site to get all of your barbecue and grilling supplies and make your first and final stop at fredsmusicandbarbecue.com. In the market for a new barbecue pit, we have all the big name brands like Big Green Egg and more. As a matter of fact, Fred's is staffed by eggheads and carries all the parts and accessories for the Big Green Egg. More of a pellet head, you say? Fred's is the pellet grill superstore with grills in stock from Traeger, Green Mountain, and country smokers from Louisiana Grills. Fred's also carries smokers from Cook Shack, Bradley, and Weber, as well as a full line of charcoal grills. And once you're outfitted with your new smoker or grill, you'll find absolutely everything you need to make your barbecue or grilling experience a success. Fred is also the creator and distributor of Tasty Licks Barbecue products, including their great line of rubs, spices, and sauces. you got to try them. And you can also get your hands on a full lineup of marinades, accessories, lump charcoal, wood chips, pellets, chunks, and even the great grilling tools from Stephen Reichlin of Barbecue U-Fame. Check out Fred on the web at fredsmusicandbarbecue.com or check out their fully stocked showroom in beautiful Shillington, PA. Introducing Cosmos Q. Cosmos Q injections and marinades use only the finest ingredients, and they mix easily, never clotting or caking. From our beef injection to our pork injection, you're guaranteed to wow your friends, family, and judges. And don't forget to check out our Cosmos Chicken Soak for that moist and tender chicken you're going to love. And don't forget about Cosmo's new pork soak and rubs. <laughs> you can find us at Cosmo's Big Name Interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. 56 past the hour. Thanks again to Derek Riches from About.com joining me talking about the whole deal that goes on with ceramic cookers and how you choose them what they're made out of all the different brands Bubba Keg has been sold to Broil Broil King is that a Canadian company? Canadian! 877-448-0433 is the number to call to win you play the four segment free for all here's how we play it in case you didn't know I'm going to ask you three questions Sports-related or barbecue-related, you answer all three questions right, and you win a Draper's Barbecue, a sauce and a rub pack. What, you don't want some of that? You're liars. You're a thief and you're a liar. Of course you do. All right. Also, uh, even more bad news, aside from uh, Harry Carey dying is uh, the fact that in between these commercial breaks, 
my uh, After Dark guest decided to uh, cancel. Uh-oh, that is, uh, that's not good for any of us, really. It's not good at Uh-oh. all. So, you only have me for an hour tonight, you crazy freaks. And whoever backed out, you're going to get it. Get that big stuff. Yeah, that's right. That's right. 877-448-0433 is the number to call. And, oh, looks like I've missed some calls. Sorry, you know, uh, I can't pick up the phone when I'm not here. If you don't see me on the screen, maybe you're uh, audio people. I apologize. Great audience tonight. Great audience. Great audience. First time with the new lips. Great audience tonight. If you missed the cover of the Pearl Jam Rear View Mirror, we'll be playing that after the show airs tonight. So in case you joined the show late, you've been a big fan of... The cover songs that I've been doing, and I have no idea why you would be. But, you want me to sing? I'll sing. Uh-oh. What the? Oh. I froze on my own screen there for a second, Cripple Creek. What was going on with that? Watch out! 877-448-0433 is the number to call. Your chance to win fun and succulent prizes. Here we go. We got a caller on the line, ladies and gentlemen. Area code 515. Name and where you're calling from. Uh, John Des Moines. John, how are you tonight, buddy? John, how are you, buddy? Pretty good. Pretty oh, good. All right. Thought I lost you there for a second. Uh, John, we're going to play the four-segment free-for-all. You're aware of how to play? I think so. All right. Uh, you can answer sports questions or barbecue questions. What would you like? Barbecue. A barbecue questions it is. John, I was just talking with the uh, site founder of bbq.about.com, Derek Riches. We were talking about a specific kind of cooker. This term would encompass various manufacturers. Can you name it? Ceramic cooker or big green egg? Yeah, I'll take it. That's all right. It's a uh, Kamado is actually what I was looking at, but you were right on the uh, right on the course there, uh, John. So uh, one for one. Uh, question number two, John. I was talking with Ted Reader a little bit earlier in the show, and he mentioned that he was making uh, these particular type of steaks. Can you name them? Uh, bacon steak. Bacon steaks is it, John? You had your listening cap on. I certainly appreciate that. Question number three, John, for you to uh, win a prize. John, are you very excited right now? I can't wait. I bet you can't, John. Here's the third question. Name the most popular style of charcoal grill in the world. Weber. Man, my heart skipped a beat there for a second, John. I didn't know if you were going to know. That's right. Weber is exactly right. And you have the opportunity to win fun and succulent prizes here. We have uh, drapers, barbecue sauce, and rub. You get a bottle of each. You also have the opportunity to win Smokin' Okies products as well as from the uh, regular stuff. Uh, what would you like tonight, John? Uh, Smokin' Okies. I'll try that. All right. Well, we have uh, you get to pick from uh, one of three different things. There's a two-pound bag of the Sweet Smokin' Swine Brine Pork and Rib Inject. There's also a one-pound bag of the Bark Pork Injection and a one-pound Smokin' Okies Deep 
beef brisket injection. Which one would you like? I'd take the uh, pork and rib injection. The pork and rib injection. All right. Uh, go ahead and send me your shipping info, Greg, at the BBQCentralShow.com. And uh, we'll get you hooked right cool. up, Joe. All right, buddy? Cool. Thanks for calling in tonight. Beat it. Beat it. Rib injection. That's right, Don. Is it Don Gig or Don Geig? How about Don G? Isn't Don G from Smyrna, Georgia, home of the Glock? Wait a second. Wait a second. Breaking news. Yes. Yes, Cinderella. I did get my Glock 26 ankle holster. Yes. Yes, sir. Finally, after four weeks. Has it been four weeks? Holy crap. Fits like a... Yeah. All right. No, well, well, somebody's from Smyrna. Somebody's from Smyrna, Georgia. That's Don G, I believe. Not Don Guy, the long lawn guy land. 877-448-0433 for your chance to win uh, Draper's Barbecue. A bottle of sauce and a bottle of rub. It's right past Short Stream, by the way. No, I did not. I was not involved in any murders. Yet. Uh, Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com is the email address. As I just stated here a little bit earlier, there's going to be no After Dark segment because my guest has backed out on me almost in the last second. What are you going to do? There's only so much I can do. Does nobody want Draper's Barbecue Rub? Everybody was jumping and chomping at the bit to uh, throw your money out the door yes, last week. And now? And now. I'm giving it away free. Look. It's right here. See? Uh, God. Five bottles of rub, five bottles of sauce. My goodness. All right, hold on. Area code 516, uh, Barbecue Central Radio Show. Name and where you're calling from. This is the Don G. Don G. How did I know? Don G. Top of the evening. Top of the evening to you, Don. Thanks for calling in tonight. Uh, Did you want to play the four-segment free-for-all? Absolutely, please. Sports or barbecue, Don? Let's go barbecue. Barbecue it is. Don, there is a specific temperature range that one must keep in order to maintain proper barbecue temperatures. Can you uh, tell me the range? Well, I prefer between 225 and 250 degrees Fahrenheit. That's funny. That's exactly what I prefer, Don. You're one for one. Uh, question number two, Don. There is a uh, manufacturer of a specific style competition barbecue pit. That many teams seem to like a stick burner. Can you name it? A spice wine? Mmm. No. Sorry. You know, all the ones that all the top teams are using. Top teams. No, it's not Yoder. Come on. You know. You know. 
I would dare say some of those teams have pellet envy. Uh, by the way, who is that? Frogmats. Whatever that is. Uh, pellet cookers do not qualify as stick burners. Pellet poopers, yes. But not stick burners. So, there you go. One for one with that. 877-448-0433. Your chance to win. Go on, call in. Calls on me. <laughs> it's funny. No, not Lang. Tell him, everybody. Got to call in. Got to call in to win the prize. You got to face three questions. They can be sports questions. They're Trust me, the sports questions are like uh, current events. What's happening in the sports world today? You can't lose. Got these great, this great sauce and rub to give away for crying out loud. Area code 706. Uh, this is the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Name and where you're calling from. Hey, Greg. Randy from Marnette, Alabama. Randy, how are you tonight? Doing good. Yourself? Absolutely outstanding, Randy. Uh, do you want to play the game? Sure. Why not? All right. Do you want barbecue questions or sports questions? Barbecue. Barbecue it is. All right, Randy. Here we go. Uh, question number one. Simply this. There is a manufacturer of a pit out there that a number of top teams are using a stick burner featured on some of the most prevalent TV shows out there dealing with competition barbecue. Can you name the pit manufacturer or the name of the pit? Jamie Gear. That's right. Jamie Gear. Making jambo pits. All right. Uh, question number two, Don. True or false? Pine is a great wood to use in your stick burner. That'd be false. That's right. Pine is a soft wood, and you could possibly die if you cook anything with that. Uh, question number three for your chance to win a prize. Uh, Don, are you very excited right now? I'm sorry, Randy, are you very I'm excited? Randy. Sorry Randy, about that. Randy, Don. Don G lost out. That's right. Don's a loser. Randy, are you excited? I'm excited. Very excited. Girl. All right, here we go. Uh, question number three, Randy. I was talking with a man earlier uh, this hour, and he was telling me about how he was sticking... Iced demi-glaze and burgers and brisket wrapped in that. Also, ham steaks. Can you name him? That was Ted Reader. Ted Reader's exactly right. Randy's a winner, of course. Uh, Randy, you're going to win a bottle of Draper's Barbecue Sauce and a bottle of Draper's Barbecue Rub. You can possibly use these together, as the uh, manufacturer would suggest. So all you need to do is send me your shipping info, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com, and we'll get you hooked up. It's covered, Greg. Thanks a lot. Enjoy the show. All right, thanks. Take care. There's Randy. I hate to say it, but I do have some. Whoa, 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 whoa. I do have some. Oh, come on. Just get me the hell out of here. I do have some peeps in Alabama. Or as they say, Alabama. All right, let's uh, go ahead and shake out. See what's happened here over the course of the show. We had Ted Reader during the first hour. 10 past the hour right now. Oh, my. Ted Reader joined me. TedReader.com. We were talking about bacon and ribs, if searing, sealed in juice or not, all that good stuff. TedReader.com is his website. Also, we talked with Derek Riches about ceramic cookers. Which one's the best? How do they work? Which one should you buy? 
Also, he was uh, talking about a special cooker that was only $5,000. Yay. Like stainless steel cookers, and that's the one you want. Derek Riches can be found at bbq.about.cat. We got a hellacious show packed for you next week. No closeouts, I guarantee. We'll see you back here next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And until then, this is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now.